0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Trainee Lowdown. This is the first in a series of podcasts from Footanity, where we're going to be discussing tips and advice on the training contract application process. I'm Ollie. I'm a second year trainee at Footanity, and throughout this series, we're going to be bringing in some different guests from across the firm to help you aspiring lawyers navigate the TC applications and land the training contract that's right for you. So there are a lot of firms out there and from the outside looking in, it can be quite tricky to differentiate between them all. So in this first episode, we're going to be discussing how to choose the right law firm for you. There are lots of firms out there and from the outside looking in, it can be quite tricky to differentiate between them all. So I'm pleased to welcome today, Harry Jupp, who is a current trainee in first year and Igra Babu, who is a future trainee at ForAnstity joining in September 2024, Morning, guys, and we'll be discussing some of the key things that you should consider when choosing a law firm that you want to apply to. So I think one thing to think about really carefully before you make your applications is if there is a practice area or sector at that firm that you're particularly interested in. So was starting with you, was there a practice area for Anstey, which particularly interested you when you were making your applications?
1: I think I started off with quite an open mind. I knew that I kind of wanted to work in a full-service commercial firm. I wanted to do the traditional training contract route so that I could sit in different seats and get to experience lots of different departments. But I do think what stood out to me about Foots was just some of the really developing areas in the firm. So the Islamic finance practice, I went to a networking event and spoke to some of the solicitors involved with that area of work. And when I did my vacation scheme as well, there were just so many sectors across the firm that seemed to be developing quite fast and you could experience quite early on in your career, like energy and things like that. But I think even now, I'm not 100% sure what it is that I want to qualify in. To any student who is applying, I would say that's definitely okay. It's okay to kind of go in and explore different areas. And my vacation scheme was actually a really great way to do that and to have an opportunity to speak to lots of different lawyers and trainees about how they came to kind of making that decision. You can kind of use that as a learning opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. I think sometimes at the early stage of your career or as a student, it can be a bit tricky to know exactly what it is specifically that you would like to go into as a lawyer. I think there is the opportunity to explore different practice areas and and sectors but also as you say good to have an idea from back schemes or open days about what it is that you might be interested in initially and i think that's also a really useful thing to be able to chat about at interview stage harry did you find that as well do you have a particular area that you were interested in
2: i think the area that i was most interested in was employment law mainly because it offers a mixture of both contentious and non-contentious work so before I applied for Anstey, I was working as a paralegal in the financial services section. So that was a predominantly litigation role. So that gave me sort of a good experience into what litigation was like. And now I'm in the restructuring insolvency team in the corporate seat, just like a completely different role. It's more transactional. I'm quite open, like ICRA, similar to it, I'm quite open, but I think I wanted to apply to sort of a largely commercial firm with that wide breadth of practice areas. So I mainly just wanted to work at a firm that has that offering of both contentious and transactional so you can get to experience both with a broad range of clients. So my sort of advice would be to not just limit yourself to a firm because of one particular specialist sector. I would look out for a firm that offers that specialist sector plus loads more because you never know, you might go into something that might not initially interest you but turns out to be really enjoyable. As well as that, sort of looking for those more niche areas. So, for example, for that you've got the Space and Satellite team, which I hadn't seen before, but I thought was a really interesting area to get the opportunity to work in. And it's definitely going to be something that's going to be bigger in the next sort of 10, 20 years. Yeah, I completely agree as well. And I
0: think as you go through your training contract, I know definitely now being in second year, Lots of people who came in with an interest in quite a specific area find that they're really enjoying other certain practice areas. So, I mean, I personally was quite interested in technology and IP, but also having done the training contract, I've really enjoyed my energy seat, which I'm doing at the
2: moment. Yeah, it's quite quite funny how often you speak to people that say that they were really interested in a certain subject, but didn't actually like it as much in practice. And the opposite where they went to something dreading it and actually ended up loving it and qualifying into it it's quite frequent that happens the next point i wanted to come on to we
0: touched on it a little bit but icra when you when you were applying was there a reason that you uh, chose a bristol firm as opposed to maybe a london firm or another regional firm
1: i think this is definitely something that requires a lot of self-reflection Because I think I learned the almost the hard way, some of the feedback I was getting back in my first application cycle was that my passion for the firms I was applying to wasn't really coming through an interview. So I tried to kind of take that away and think, what is it that I'm looking for in a firm and what will help me to thrive, not just professionally, but like you said, the location you're living in, it kind of impacts how you will kind of be living personally as well and will bleed into your life outside of work. So I kind of took the time at that stage to think what's important to me. So speaking about those practice areas that we just spoke about, looking into the kind of interests I have in terms of the firm, but when it comes to location as well, where do I want to be finishing my day of work and spending my weekends? And I knew that I wanted to be working somewhere where the legal atmosphere was thriving. So I could kind of network professionally, meet lawyers, meet lots of different types of clients but also somewhere where I'd enjoy kind of exploring and navigating the city and to me the southwest stood out because I'm studying in Bristol now and there's a big legal community here there is a lot of law firms there's also a lot to do outside of work you're kind of not too far from the countryside but it's still a lot going on in the city itself something I'd do a lot sooner was just to kind of reflect, to really think about what it is that I want from those two years and my training contract, professionally and personally, and then really tailor my research to firms.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think, I mean, I lived in London for a couple of years and worked in London and made the very conscious decision that I wanted to come to Bristol to do the training contract. Also a key point and something that I've really found during the training contract is that you do have exposure to some big national clients and even international clients working at Fortansty. I'm working in the energy team at the moment, and one of our big clients is EDF. I also did the banking seat, and we worked on matters with big banks like NatWest and, and RBS and HSBC. So I think you do get that exposure to the bigger ticket, really interesting work, but obviously in a slightly more regional setup, which often means that you get a little bit more exposure as a trainee
2: yeah one of the um things i did when i was applying was looking at the chambers websites um because that often gives a good list of clients that the firm works for which just gives you a flavor of the type of work that the firm does so even though you're a regional firm you can still see that you're doing work for say edf like huge national clients yeah absolutely it's a
0: slightly different atmosphere in general and as a place to live to to london for sure I mean, I personally really like just being able to get out into the countryside. I'm absolutely rubbish with surfing, but it's nice to have the option to be able to go down to Devon or Cornwall and and go to the beaches. It's only an hour or two to get down there, which is really different from London. A third point we want to discuss a little bit in terms of the structure of the training programs available now. You can't escape from the fact that the QWE has changed things quite a bit for some firms and the approaches they're taking to training do you guys have any advice on that route and the difference between the LPC and the SQE route and how you made that decision Harry I might start with you on this seeing as you've just started
2: yeah so I was one of the last cohorts that did the LPC Um, so I think My advice would be to just, when you're applying, have a look at what the firms are doing, because I believe most firms now are adopting the SQE. Not all of them, but I I believe most of them are now. So if you did want to do the LPC only, then factor this into which firm you want to apply to. So yeah, I, I don't actually know what the SQE was like. Ikra, are you doing the SQE now?
1: I am doing the SQE. So I feel like it's quite an interesting contrast that you were like one of the last LPC students and then I'm one of the first SQE cohorts. But I think I was in an interesting position where going into applying, I knew these changes were going to be happening. But I was so kind of used to when I was researching the LPC route and the traditional kind of model that I'd researched about. So when I came to finishing my PGDL and starting the SQE, I was quite confused about how it was all going to work. And I think that is quite natural just because It's a big change and um, a lot of students are still kind of adjusting to it. I would just echo Harry's advice that it is important to be aware of what it is that firms are looking for. Also, to if you are feeling a bit daunted by it, to engage in those kinds of conversations with graduate recruitment. I know I did. And with Foots, I was kind of like, okay, how will this look in terms of training? You know, what kind of changes is that going to make when I'm actually at the firm? What will the course look like? I asked a lot of questions over the summer. I had quite a few phone calls and um, the grad team were really helpful talking me through it. I think just acknowledging that it is a time of change. um, So it's natural to be confused and it's okay to kind of engage in those open conversations with whether it's your course provider or whether it's especially the firms you're applying to, to ask how things are going to look.
0: Was there anything else about the training contract,
2: Harry, which sort of jumped out at you? So I quite liked that Fancy offered a smaller intake compared to other firms. So I think in my cohort, there's 11 of us. So this allows us to sort of create quite nice connections with everyone. So everyone's friends with each other. And it also means there's more focus on us individually. Um, so it sort of helps out with our development. Whereas if you compare that to a larger cohort, you might not get as much individual attention. Alternatively, some people might actually prefer having a firm with a larger trainee intake because I suppose that might give you the opportunity to have a larger support network. I personally liked the idea of having a smaller intake um, and I think it's a really good idea to maybe have a look at what the size of the intake is amongst firms that you're applying for um, because it does vary quite a lot with each firm and then just see if that sort of tailors to what you want your experience to be like when you're doing your two years. That kind of brings on a little bit to
0: the final point I thought we could discuss a bit today and that's around how you decide what firm you might want to apply to based on their culture what their ambitions are as a firm and whether those kind of align with, with your own values and what you're looking for I know OK, you mentioned you did the VAC scheme at first did that help you gain an insight and what did you gain from that which made you think right this is the firm that I want to want to be training at
1: yeah, I did do the vacation scheme and I think that was definitely the route that worked for me because it go- does give a really good insight into the culture of the firm and a vacation scheme is great because you get that kind of extended period of time at the firm but also insight days, insight evenings, effectively networking I think makes a huge difference to getting to grips with the culture of the firm. The vacation scheme for me was great because of course we got the opportunity to explore practice areas and areas of work but Also having that chance to speak to people across the firm, trainees, paralegals, partners, graduate recruitment, just everybody really gives you a really good taste of what the firm's culture is like. I think for that reason, actually, attending lots of different networking events at firms did really help me because you'll find what works for you and what the fit is that's right for you. So there were some firms that I went to and I really enjoyed the day, but for Foots, I just felt like I could kind of bring my whole self to the assessment centre. I made some good friends from the vacation scheme. I did really feel like I was just kind of bringing myself to work.
0: Great, yeah. And there is really no substitute for meeting people. There's a lot of information out there on firms' websites. And I do think that our website does sort of accurately reflect our our values and what we're like as a culture. But as you said, Ikra, I think it's it's getting out there and kind of meeting people if you can whether that's um, our back scheme or the open days the inside days or as you say you know the thoughtful linkedin message to someone about practice areas that you might be interested in or something that you picked up i think there's no real substitute for that for sure harry did you go through any of those steps
2: yeah i tried to go to as many inside days as i could i found that these were actually really helpful so it was even if it was like a short evening with a firm it really did give you a good flavor of what they were like i think i went to about six or seven insight days and from that i was able to narrow down which firms i wanted to apply to so i went to a, f- a couple of insight days and i thought yeah i really liked my time here i really enjoyed what the firm are about and then similarly there were one or two which i thought okay i've gone to the insight day i didn't quite enjoy my experience with this firm therefore i'm probably not going to apply to them so i found it really useful to go to those each firm will have their own sort of values and they'll list them on their website but it's actually good to go to these open days and inside days to see if these actually match up to what they say and whether they match up to your own values because there's no point in applying to a firm if you don't think you're a good match and one of the other things I did that I found really useful actually was during my GDL I did a mentor scheme so what this involved was you get partnered with a solicitor from a firm and you get to then like have meetings with them throughout the year. So you get to learn more about their role, the type of work and clients they do, and you get to learn more about the firm. So I think if you do get the opportunity to go on a mentor scheme, they're definitely worth it because it really does give you a good insight into what the firm's like and what the clients are that you work with. So yeah, I think that's, that's sort of everything for this
0: first session. Is there anything you guys want to add at all to that?
1: I could share some like last pieces of advice. I'd definitely just say that it's a process of trial and error. The training contract process is quite competitive. And for me, I was applying to firms. It took me a while to really find the firm that was the right fit for me. But when I did, that's kind of what made the difference in getting those interviews and then getting the TC offer. So I would say that if you're feeling a bit disheartened, feeling like it's um, a lot of work, then just definitely change your mindset into that. It's a two-way process. Really understand what it is that you're looking for from a firm and hopefully that will just make it much more exciting and you'll know that what you're applying to, because it's a two-year commitment for both that firm and for you, you really do have to be certain that it's where you want to be working.
2: I think when it comes to making applications, just quality over quantity as well. When I first started making applications, I just tried to get out as many as possible, which meant that they weren't necessarily tailored to a particular law firm. They were just a regurgitation of information. And obviously, I got rejected from all of them. It was a good learning curve, though. So then in the next year, I made fewer applications. I think I, think I aimed for about five or six. Although they still take a long time, it, it gave you more time to focus on that application. And you were able to specifically tailor your application to what the firm are looking for as well. So yeah, I definitely would recommend just maybe narrowing it down to five or six firms that you would want to apply for. Yeah, I couldn't
0: agree more with that, Harry. I think quality over quantity. And I guess as we've been discussing today, it is really important to choose that right firm for you. Thank you so much, guys. It's been it's been great to chat to you. Harry, I'll see you at some point in the next few days, I expect. Yeah, I'll see you in the office. Yeah, see you in the office and it' really good luck with the studies this year and look forward to meeting you properly face-to-face.
1: Thank you so much. Hopefully see you both in a couple of months.
0: <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us on the Trainee Lowdown, Episode 1. We hope you've enjoyed today's discussion. If you are interested in training contract applications, please see the link below in the show notes to the FootAnsty Early Careers page where you can learn more about the firm, our offering, and information on how to apply We hope you can join us for our next episode on what makes a good application with Jess and Chloe from our Early Careers team. But for now, thanks again for joining and we wish everyone the best with their applications.